Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, it's me, the one AJ Anthony Jordan, and welcome to season not one, not two, not three, but season four of the Ministry of Wrestling Prediction Show. And you guys must be thinking it's a prediction show with AJ, it's only you. How can you win? Well, that would be a easy way to win, but no, guys. Um, as we warned at the end of season three and during season three, there are many changes that has taken place to the prediction show, and the first one is it's all going to be pre-recorded. That means each one of us will be given our own valid independent points, points as in views and predictions, before we can influence each other. Um, there will be chances, and we'll get into that bit deeper. So each man has pre-recorded what they think the answers will be. I will host the show like this. There will be times that you might find the rest of the guys in there, but all results will be pre-recorded. So each person has their own thing. Then there was a new thing, because before you would hear... So this person had the most points and now they've gained the point. So we've now broken it down into two sections. You have show points, which are Ministry of Wrestling show points and pay-per-view points. So pay-per-view points are, for instance, as I said, this week's show is Backlash. And with the Backlash show, the person who gets the most points from the most pay-per-view points, because it's a pay-per-view, the person who gets the most pay-per-view points gets a series of show points. Now, before it used to be one point for winning and it built up and it kept it really close. It gets a lot harder this season, guys. It gets a lot harder. So let me try and give you a more of an insight into the new rules for season four. All right, here we go. So as I said, the show is now made up of pay-per-view points and show points. Pay-per-view points being the show put on by the wrestling companies and the show points being the Ministry of Wrestling Prediction show. The object of the show is to get the most show points in a season. Now, that will be broken down by gaining pay-per-view points. A season is measured from the first pay-per-view after WrestleMania, in this case Backlash, and goes all the way until the following WrestleMania. So WrestleMania 40 will crown season four's champ. Kind of fit in 4-4. Anyway, that's not what we're here for. Pay-per-view points are won by predicting the winners of the matches in a single pay-per-view. Once someone announces their pick, this is deemed final. Players can only change their pick twice in a show. And it can't be done after recording. There will be an exception today because I'm the only one on the show. And show points are based on the number of pay-per-view points gained. Right, guys. So, as we've said, that's hopefully given you a bit more of a breakdown into what happens. Now, before, as I said, if you've got X amount of pay-per-view points, you want a show point. No, 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 no. It gets a lot more difficult this season. Why? Because now we're playing by new rules. We're going to go on a real scoreboard sheet, and it happens like this. The person who gets the most pay-per-view points and ends up in first place will get four show points. The person in second place, or persons, will get three show points. Third place gets two show points. Fourth place gets one show point. And fifth, because yes, there are five of us and it may happen, you will end up with zero show points. Now, zero show points means you have got one hell of a mountain to climb later on if you are trying to win the very coveted Ministry of Wrestling title. So best of luck to absolutely everybody on this currently. The champion is the ultimate finesse, Leon. And, you know, hey, congratulations. But <clears throat> I gave away a. AEW point to that one, but that's why we're kind of going down the pre-recorded point. Every man will be dropping their own value, dropping their own points, and then we'll see if we can sway someone, and we are fighting for those points because they are more important than ever. So, um, are there any more extra rules to look out for? Well, guys, that's a very good point. Yes, if someone gets a clean sweep on a show, so if you can get seven out of seven for this Backlash show, you will get an extra show point. So you could actually end up with six, no, say that, but you can end up with five show points if you get a clean sweep in that one. All points from a pay-per-view are kept. That means in case of any ties, 
the maximum. So you could have, let's say by the end of the season, I'm just going to quote a random number. We have two people with 12 show points. Your pay-per-view points will now come in to help you because that 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 game difference might be the way that we will crown our champion. In the event of a tie, pay-per-view points will be used to determine the ranking. Exactly as I just said. The person with the most victories at the end of the season is crowned the season champ and is gifted the Ministry of Wrestling title. Again, once again, that title is currently being held by the ultimate Vanessa. Will there be a new one for season four? We don't know. But anyway, enough rambling from me. Let's kick off. Backlash, and we're going to kick off first with the first match, and that is the six-man tag, the unified tag team champions, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, tagging up with the man formerly known as Riddle, now back to Matt Riddle versus the official, this is Royal Bloodline, because it's Jimmy, Jay Uso, and their younger brother, Sola Sakura. Let's see how the guys voted. Yo, what's up? Undisputed champ here. And uh, I'm giving my prediction, first of all, for the six-man tag between the Usos and Solo Sequoia versus the tag team champions in Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn and Matt Riddle. So after watching Monday Night Raw, um, see, now we know that Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are drafted to Raw. So what does that mean for the tag team division? What does that mean for the belts? Surely there's got to be another tag team um match in this a tag team title match now the thing is is because this is a six-man tag i think the only way to ensure that would be for kevin owens and sammy Zayn to win because if the usos win you know how can they get a tag team title shot when sammy Zayn and kevin owens are on raw and that's the only angle i'm thinking of like you know how how does that happen like do do they get like favors or like do Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens get the chance to go on Raw as well because of having both the belts or are they going to split them it's quite crazy um but for storyline sake I'm going to go with the Usos and Solo Sequoia winning the match Matt Riddle, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus the Bloodline. Well, obviously this is a continuation of um, the storyline running on Raw and SmackDown, um, coming off WrestleMania with the tag belts. But um, I feel instead of doing the tag team title match on, on SmackDown a week ago, they should have done it at the pay-per-view and maybe had Riddle fight solo one-on-one. Um, -on -one. I feel that would have been a better way to go. But no, we've got this match. Uh, it's, it'll be alright, it'll probably be one of the better matches of the show. Um, I feel that they're going to have to make uh, Matt Riddle, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn go over because you want to like, continue the storyline of the cracks in the bloodline of Roman being mad at Jimmy and Jay. Will it eventually lead to Roman and Solo versus Jimmy and Jay? Who knows, but I, I feel that is probably the way they're going. Whether it's now, whether it's later... I feel that's what they're building to. So, yeah, Sammy and his gang taking the win. Two repeats for the price of one. So, Matt Riddle versus Solo Sokoa. Plus, Jimmy and Jay versus KO and Sammy. All of these people have met before. It's another copy and paste match. Story-wise, there's a level of intrigue here. 
because I feel this is where the bloodline might implode. I feel the bloodline are going to lose. So there's my prediction. Riddle, Sammy, and KO win. But the bloodline are going to have an almighty implosion. And this is going to end. This is going to be the main event. It's going to end with the Usos, or Solo rather, turning on the on the Usos, like wrecking shop. And yeah, that could start an interesting rivalry with the Usos versus Solo and Roman. But yeah, I believe this is where the foursome becomes a twosome. Bye-bye, Jimmy and Jay. Riddle, Sammy, and KO for the win. Right. This is Matt Riddle. Or is it just Riddle? Um, and the other two. <laughs> sorry. Oh, bloody hell. I'm so sorry. Remember, I'm the tech the wrestling fan that doesn't watch wrestling. It's Matt Riddle. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, boom, versus the Usos and Soka Sokawa. Yeah, I, I, look, I'm doing good for getting their names right. Yeah, they never put the names, just put pictures up for me to pick prediction. Anyway, do I even need to predict on this one? The Usos are taking a loss because that's the story they're building. So yeah, it's going to be Kevin Owens and Sami, because it's, it's Sami time. Oh, Okay, so we are talking the six-man tag match, which I believe will be the opener. We'll see. Now, we have the returning riddle and the current fresh unified tag team champs in Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus the Usos and Solo Sokoa. Now, you look at it, Solo Sokoa is the only one who's mentioned as the bloodline when it came to the draft. The Usos are on a point of having to prove themselves to the tribal chief and all of that, and it looks like this loss would be the final nail in the coffin, plus whatever madness Hayman's trying to do to, to go against them. It all points in the direction of the, the current tag champs and the return and riddle. However, I believe, especially if it is the opener, to make that the, the open and have this big turn where Solo goes against his younger, his older brothers, is it's I, no. I really want this to come to an end. However, I believe we still have a bit more fuel in this. Now, let's be honest, this is the last show with. Roman as dual champ, and he's not even on the fucking card. But I believe that somehow or another, Solo's going to be the reason that these guys have a victory. And that's what Roman thinks going to be. It's like, you guys have won, but that's because of your brother, not you. I don't see no gold around your your, your waist. And obviously, there's going to have to be a tag title match along the way. And I believe that's where the descent between the bloodline being Roman and Solo and the Usos comes out. But for right now, I'm going to stick with the current bloodline in form of Solo Sokoa and the Usos. Wow. So um, we are quite divided already. We've got some who believe in the bloodline and believe we can still acknowledge for a bit longer. And others are going down the side of the bro and the best friends that are Kevin and Sammy. So hey, it's all good. Let the ball keep rolling. So let's move on to the Raw Women's Championship with SmackDown superstar Bianca Belair and Damage Control's EO Sky. Let's see what everyone had to say. Bianca Belair versus EO Sky. Um, pretty much the same as with um, Selena versus Rhea. This is just another placeholder, another filler match in the long reign of Bianca until someone substantial comes along where she could possibly lose the belt. Um, that's unfortunate because EO Sky is actually an excellent talent. Anyone who's seen her NXT title reign knows that she had one of the greatest NXT women's title reigns 
like it would be fingers crossed i would hope that someone realized that and realized that she's a potential star but nah i don't think so i just feel it's just it's fueled to further along the breakup of damage control and just another notch in bianca's belt so yeah um bianca for the win Right, now we have Bianca Belair versus Io Sky. I actually said her name Io Sky because for how long I've been referred to them as Bailey's team. Well, Io has a chance to step away to the side. Too bad it's against Bianca Belair. The only person, I want to see Bianca versus Rhea Ripley. So they must retain and I want to see a unification of the women's title because it should be just one title. There's not enough um, female stars, women stars, to be to divide it into two titles. There should be one title, and that one champion should be everywhere, defending it against everyone and killing it. Women division can be great, and please make it great because there is some stars there. But right now, you have Bianca Belair as the star of whatever brand she's on right now. Bianca's gonna win. Bam. This one, in fairness, has got match of the night written all over it. So Bianca Bella and Io Shirai, Io Sky, um, they're, they're, they're going to put on a match and a half. I think it's very unfair that people have forgotten how freaking talented Io Sky is. For me, she's my favorite NXT Women's Champion of all time after Shayna Baszler, who, lest we talk about Shayna the better because <sighs> recurring theme here on my predictions, poor booking. Hey, what else is new in the world of entertainment in wrestling? Um, these two are amazing athletes. They're going to put on a match. This is dead, though. Like, <laughs> there's no way in hell that EO is beating Bianca with the way the two of them have been booked. Once again, EO Sky, much like Zelina Vega, part of a stable that is just notorious for losing. Oh, but they won on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, 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 yeah. They've just been drafted to SmackDown. They need a bit of a repackaging. But let's be real. Prior to Monday night, before the draft, they were on the losing streak of losing streaks. Even the Latino world order was looking at them going, damn, that's a hell of a losing streak. And there's no way that EO is winning this, which sucks because she's perfectly capable of holding that belt. She's not the one to stop Bianca Belair having this big reign, though. So Bianca Belair to win this. Right, here we go. So we currently have the Raw Women's title with current SmackDown superstar as title holder Bianca Belair versus Raw superstar and damage control star Io Sky. Now, it's a bit of a tough one for me because I've always said that Bianca is going to drop the title post-mania. Um, Io Sky, for anyone who's seen her on NXT, knows she is the bomb. She is worthy of being a title holder. Bailey and Dakota are also like in the main running for tag teams at champs. So it all seems to point in the direction of Ilya Sky. She also gets to bring the title back to Raw, which is where the title should be. And then you've got SmackDown without a title. There are many options to make that what it is. However, I believe that the Raw Women's Champion will remain the Raw Women's Champion despite the fact that she's on SmackDown. I believe Bianca Belair is still going to... She's going to give EO the chance to shine. Like, EO is going to be that star. However, it's still the EST's time. Um, something along the line will come up. I'm not too sure what they're going to do in terms of switcheroo, but it will happen at some point and another. But currently, I'm going to stick with it. Bianca Belair to retain.
Now, this prediction is for Bianca Belair defending the Raw Women's title versus Io Sky. Um, now, this is quite interesting because Rhea Ripley is on Raw now, but she's defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against Selena Vega. And Io and... Bianca Belair on SmackDown, however, Bianca's defending the Raw Women's title. I think there's going to be a point where they'll probably defend the titles and then swap the belts. Um, so just for that very thing that's pretty obvious that's going to happen, I'm going to say that Bianca retains the Raw Women's title. I don't really think there's much to add on it. It's just the fact of both the women, you're going to get the answer for my other prediction as well. Both women retaining titles so that they can do that little swap moment and then that's that. So yeah, Bianca to retain the Raw Women's title. Right, so it looks like a potential clean sweep for the EST. Coincidentally, also the winner of Female Superstar of the Year on the Ministry Awards. Check that out. It's on our page, guys. We'll appreciate it. But yeah, so it looks like it will be Bianca's moment, according to the ministry, flat out. But best of luck to EO Sky, who is an absolute amazing talent. And yes, guys, I realise Damage Control have moved to SmackDown. I'm losing a bit of track with the draft, so apologies for that part. But my prediction remains the same, the EST for the WIN. Okay, let's move on to the most random match on any pay-per-view card I have personally ever witnessed. Seth freaking Rollins versus the Nigerian giant Omos. Let's see what the guys have to say. <laughs> it's exactly how I feel about this match. It is so appropriate that Seth Rollins is in this match because that middle-aged joker clown ass laugh that he does. Don't, don't get me wrong, I love Seth Rollins. But that clown ass laugh that he does is literally a perfect reflection of how this match was booked it's been an amazing build-up almost the giant seth rollins the bulletproof unbeatable star what a rivalry they've had culminating in backlash is what we should be saying here's how this match got announced oh we don't have enough matches for backlash Oh, Seth Rollins always puts on a good show here flash a graphic on smackdown saying that seth and omos are having a fight Okay, so I think we're affirm now that once Seth Rollins win this wins this match, because he is going to win this match, he's going to slide very clearly into that new world championship title picture that they have going on, uh, on Raw. A lot of people say he's going to win. I would love to see Shinsuke Nakamura win this. Don't put this belt fucking anywhere near Cody Rhodes, although I very much fear that's what they're going to do, because WWE... Um, Omos has essentially assumed the role of Big Show now, hasn't he? He's like the big guy who they can put in to be an obstacle for people to conquer. He has got better. Like, I actually... He, he does entertain me now. He's, he's so much better than what he was when he started. So kudos to Omos for actually radically improving. But this is Seth for the win. And it, it's... Seth doesn't have bad matches, but the... the, 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 the problem isn't the talent to the ring once again the problem is the lame-ass booking but yeah Seth to win this so yeah we have Seth Rollins Seth Rollins versus uh 
Almost. Well, if they are doing what they should do, for almost and let him win, like, you know, become an actual champion or make him believable. Just like I said before, well, why am I struggling on this? Do you know what? I'm going with almost. He's big. <laughs> He's big. I'm going with almost. And if Vince is really back, Almost is going to get a push and then some. So, yeah, I'm going with almost. Almost. Seth Rollins versus almost. Why? <laughs> why? I, I don't understand why this match is um, actually happening. There's no build to it. Like, they were both on Raw and they didn't even, like, look at each other, you know? <laughs> you would think, in it, yeah, that, like, they, they didn't have a match at Backlash, but apparently they do. And, I, like, I don't know why there's been no beef, there's no tension. They haven't even come out to look at each other. But, what can you say? I can't see Omos winning this. I feel Omos is just there now as a big guy for people to overcome when they need a literal big challenge. And that's it, which is sad. I feel they could have done more with him, to be honest, yeah. But no, that's his role now. And the fact that he's um, on both shows as a free agent <laughs> means they're doubling up on any time they want him to be wheeled out so someone can beat him. It, it's sad, but that's the state of affairs of things. Um, Seth is locked in to like um, probably be a part of the World Championship like final in um, Saudi Arabia Night of Champions. So I don't see him losing until then. So, yeah, Seth's going over. I really and truly hate when logic doesn't dictate. And that's what I feel is the thing here. Like, we have the man who burns it down every time he's on the card. The man who's got everyone chanting. Seth freaking Rollins versus Omos. The most random match in the history of wrestling pay-per-views. Just, hey, just happens. But anyway, let's let's not focus on the ifs, what's, and whys. Um, this is a match that really has to, has to, has to be in Omos's favour. Seth winning sets Seth on the trajectory for the bitch title. Sorry, no offence, that's what it is, Seth. Omos winning is because if he doesn't, he is the biggest for nothing giant in the history of wrestling that they're trying to hype up. So I'm going to go with Omos, even though I believe Seth should be the one. It, let's call it the fairest means on a big time one. It has to be Omos. Otherwise, fuck the guy. Right, so this prediction is for uh, the Monday Night Rollins. So, Seth freaking Rollins versus the Nigerian giant Omos. Now, this one's quite another tricky one because Omos is now a free agent um, whereas... Seth Rollins is on Raw. Now, although Seth can afford a loss, you know, would it make sense? But then at the end of the day, um, being the free agent, you know, you, pro you probably want to, like, book him off strong. So it's a tricky one. Uh, but because of the sheer dominance of Omos, um, Seth will, again, you know, 
throw some tricks up his sleeve and, you know, pull some close ones, get a few hits in, get a few close moments, you know, get a few smart moments. But overall, I just think Omos is just way too powerful for him. As green as he is, um, strength is strength, you know. You know, you, you don't buy that strength is strength. So, as much as I really would like Seth to somehow get that win, I'm going to go with Omos uh, for the win. Okay, so it's it, it's shaping up to be an interesting card, guys. Like, look, you can see the splits. Like, me and the current champ seem to be on the same dynamic. Big Tone and Double V are on the same dynamic. And then the tech is kind of in between. Like, he started off with those guys, and now he's leaned onto the giant Omos' side. I mean, look, on, on paper, this should be Seth's match. I don't take it back. But, yeah, who knows what happens next, so... Yeah, let's see. Let's just let's just hope it's a good match. That's that's the main thing we're going for. Right. Now, let's go all the way to Puerto Rico's host himself, Mr. Bad Bunny versus the Judgment Days, Damien Priest. Let's see what the guys had to say. Right, this one should be quick. Damien Priest versus Bad Bunny. <clears throat> Let's try to make it into a big deal, but let's think about something else. But it's quite easy and quite straightforward. Um, it's going to be bad bunny, isn't it? They're in Puerto Rico. <laughs> he is the celebrity. I don't care how they do it. It's got to be bad bunny. Because the celebrity never loses in WWE. Unless it's Jake Paul, but he's not a celebrity. He's a wrestler. <laughs> anyway, my pick... Bad money for this one. Right. Shout out to Den the Tech on this one because he showed it to us back in last season. And you know what? Maybe even in the season before, but ever since he said it, it's a very good point. And that is the celebrity doesn't lose. You may say Logan Paul lost at Mania. He's got a contract. So yes, Bad Bunny from well, Puerto Rico in Backlash, which is held in Puerto Rico versus his former tag team partner. The Judgment Days, Damien Priest, let's be honest, the celebrity's going to win this one. It's going to send the crowd home. It's good. Well, it's not going to send them home. It's going to be a mid-match. When it ebbs a bit, this is going to be the flow to peak and back up. So Bad Bunny for the win. It's just the way it's going to be. It's going to create big numbers. It's going to send people insane. LWO will probably pop down and get a bit of revenge because things happened earlier or will happen later on. There's going to be one win and one loss for Judgment Day. Bad Bunny for the win. Sorry. So this one is arguably the hardest to call on the card, not because it's been booked exceptionally and it's one of whoever of these superstars wins or loses, it's down to good booking. No, 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 no. It's hard to call because Damien Priest, although he's been on a more of a winning streak than usual as of late, he has, for all the wrong reasons, become the Judgment Day's jobber, which I hate because I love Damien Priest and I think he should be presented as much more of a massive star and not judgment days fall guy even though they seem to be moving away from that now i don't think they've entirely eradicated that um do you get damien priest to lose to bad bunny who is not a pre who is not a wrestler at face value no however i've already said that zelina vega is not likely to win her match and it's going to be the squash of squashes can i really see wwe making two puerto ricans lose in Puerto Rico? I mean, yeah, 
but do, <laughs> it's WWE, but do I see it happening? No. So just on the basis of where the event is and because of what's happening other matches, I think Bad Bunny's probably going to win this one. I don't know how we get to that end result, but I believe that is the end result. Bad Bunny wins. Damien Priest versus Bad Bunny. Now, this possibly could be the main event um, of the evening. It will definitely be the most lively match on the card, considering where um, Backlash has been held this year in Puerto Rico. Um, I feel this match is going to be actually really good. I feel it's going to surprise a lot of us. Like, Bad Bunny did a really good um, in his match at WrestleMania, a lot better than we actually thought that, that than anyone thought he would than any right he had been. So, um, I feel he's going to do the business here. The storyline actually makes logical sense for once here. Like, it's his former tag team champion, his former tag team partner in said match. And now, like, um, you know, allegiance has changed and he put him through a table. Now he's mad. He wants revenge, you know? <laughs> um, I feel that Bad Buddy is definitely going to go over here. If you really wanted to make Damien Priest a star, you'd put him over, but nah, they just want, um, you know, those headlines that Bad Buddy wins, you know, the, the big, like, um, social media rush of pictures of him doing his thing, which is fair enough, you know, it's not really so offensive, I mean, he can wrestle, and the match will be decent, so yeah, Bad Bunny. Next prediction is for um, Bad Bunny versus Damien Priest. Now, this is a tricky one because being that Bad Bunny is the host, I guess he can pull a couple of tricks out of his sleeve. Um, obviously, he's had his ass handed to him as well, but I'm thinking if Damien Priest loses, what does that do for his character? Finn Balor's been getting all the rub. Rhea Ripley's been getting all the rub. Dominic's been getting all the rub. Nothing's really been happening for um, Damien Priest as of recent. Now, in terms of main event matches, Bad Bunny is 2-0. Does he go 3-0? You know, I really want to say Damien Priest, but because of the stack what Bad Bunny has being the host of Backlash in Puerto Rico. Um, now, you know what? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it and go with what I think is gonna happen and I'm gonna go with Bad Bunny for the win. So the Bad Bunny's got some good reviews. Okay, so I mean hey look it, it, it just feels like it's gonna happen, doesn't it? It just feels like it's gonna happen. But let's keep it Latino, let's keep it Puerto Rico, let's keep it Judgment Day, because we are now gonna go to Rhea Ripley of the Judgment Day versus the newly reorganized really rebanded with a new leader i can't say reformed because none of them are actually members short of ray technically but he put it out back then in wcw but yeah the lwo's Zelina vega versus the judgment days smackdown women's champion rhea ripley let's see right so what are we talking about this match here is the women's smackdown title with Smackdown's Zelina Vega from the LWO versus Judgment Day and Raw Superstar and current Smackdown Women's Champion, Rhea Ripley. Now, are we going to play a switcheroo and be like, well, technically she's Smackdown, this is the way the title's going to go? 
I doubt it. Nothing against Zelina, nothing against the LWO, who have been more on a losing streak than a winning streak against the Judgment Day. But let's be honest, um, this has been a long time coming. Rhea Ripley is not only the hottest thing in the Judgment Day, but she's one of the hottest things in the WWE. And it would just be an absolute sin for her to lose the title right after in her first title defense and her first match after Mania. So I am sticking with it and we'll figure out how they swap the titles later on. But for now, Rhea Ripley remains the SmackDown Women's Champion. And again, uh, my prediction for Rhea Ripley versus Zelina Vega. Now, although Zelina's going to be in her hometown and, you know, being in Puerto Rico, it's going to be another one of those cases where, you know, you're going to think, oh, could she, is she going to do it sort of thing? Um, but I don't think there's going to be that much of a shock here. Um, it will be a good match they'll pull some real close calls for you to be like, oh, you know, could it happen? Um, but overall, uh, I think Rhea Ripley is just far too dominant uh, for Zelina Vega. Um, she's been in more matches. She's, like, won more matches. She's more competitive in the ring. Um, so I think this one easily goes to Rhea Ripley also retaining the SmackDown Women's title. Let's pander. Let's now pander to our local community. So we have, you know, one of the LWO members, the, the lady of the uh, Latino world order, Zelina Vega, Viva La Raza, representing on her home turf with absolutely no build-up, being part of a faction that historically accurately is losing all the time. So, yay! Lose! Get title matches! Vince is definitely back in charge and... Listen, I get that Zelina has a legion of fans. I think the chick's awesome. I really like the way that she does her cosplay. I think she's an amazing ring manager. But I'm just going to call a spade a spade. She is not a good wrestler. She's just not. I, 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 I'm not talking about a fish out of water, a David versus Goliath story here. No. Zelina Vega is not a good wrestler. Anyone disagrees with me? Go back and watch her, her title match with Ronda Rousey when people are like, oh, this is fresh, give someone new a chance. Yes, definitely give someone new a chance. But when we did that last time, Jesus, Mary of Joseph, that girl is like slow and stiff. And I don't mean stiff, I mean just immobile and just not very good in the ring. And she hasn't been having matches on the main roster. So there's nothing that leads me to believe she somehow miraculously improved. Um, she is literally here as a token gesture. I hate to say that, but it's fact. She is here as a token gesture for the Puerto Ricans. And yeah, <laughs> Rhea Ripley will easily retain this. this. This is a squash match. Like This needs to end in like two minutes because... Rhea Ripley has got serious, serious fan support behind her. Don't, don't squander that by making her look weak with Selena Vega. Rhea for the win. Rhea versus Selena Vega. Um, you know, it's filler match. It's a filler match. I mean, at least they actually put some effort into this one. Unlike uh, random ones where you just see like shots, you just getting a random shot at pay-per-view. You know, she don't have no chance. At least this has a built-in storyline. With the LWO feuding with um, Judgment Day. So it makes sense. It makes sense for the two women of the, that group to go one-on-one -on -one and wrestle. Yeah. That being said, it's um, just a filler match in um, Rhea's reign, really, isn't it? She's going to 
beat Selena in a few minutes. I hope they don't do a bathroom break and make this be a quick match. I hope um, they at least get some time. And like, you know, if Selena can make it just for a second, think, oh, she's going to do it, they've done good. But, well, actually, we all know she stands no chance, so Rhea's going over. So we're here with Rhea Ripley on a title defense against Selena Vega. I don't want to sound bad. I want to give it a chance. But come on, are they going to take off Rhea now? Rhea? Really? <laughs> so yeah. Selena, do something good in this match. Make yourself a star against a star of Rhea Ripley. My pick is Rhea Ripley. It's just, come on, it's a given. All right, peace. Right, so this is her brutality, and that's the reality. Everybody has gone for mommy to retain the SmackDown Women's title. It just feels right, doesn't it? Nothing against Zelina, as I said in my video, and I keep it down. It's nothing but love for you, Zelina, but this is Rhea's moment, and the world are loving it, and I don't think we're taking the title off her just yet. Okay, guys, from one title match to another title match, the newly, well, I say new, the newly honed, US title. It's now on SmackDown. So let's talk Austin Theory, Bronson Reed of Raw, and Bobby Lashley, also recently drafted to SmackDown. Let's see which way the guys went. Jim is the triple threat match for the United States Championship between the defending champion, Austin Theory, uh, Bobby Lashley, and Bronson Reed. Now, Bobby Lashley and Bronson Reed are on Raw. So, uh, no, sorry, hang on. Actually, I think, no, Bobby Lashley's on SmackDown now, actually. Um, and so is Austin Theory. But Bronson Reed's on Raw. But the Intercontinental title's on Raw, so I don't see two titles going to Raw. So that takes Bronson out of the picture. It leaves it down to Bobby Lashley and Austin Theory. Um... Could they be giving them another push? Don't really think so. I think it's going to be another case of the beef happening between Bronson Reed and Bobby Lashley um, and Austin Theory being the smarter one, getting the better of them and getting away with the easy win. Um, so, without thinking about it too much, maybe the rivalry will, be, will continue between Bobby Lashley and Austin Theory on SmackDown for the United States title. And if that's the case, then it's pretty much obvious being the odd one out, Bronson Reed being on Raw now. So, that being said, um, Austin Theory to retain the United States Championship. So, yeah, we have now Theory, Lashley, Bronson Reed. That's right, he gets a double name. Who's going to be the champion on this one? Who's going to win this one? You know what? He's a prick and I'm sticking with it. It's going to be Theory. Theory's going to retain again. I kind of feel like they might put it on Lashley just because, you know, what they did to him at WrestleMania. But Theory has to keep it because if if he takes the belt off him, he's pointless. And you got to give him something. He, kid's got something. That's right. I'm saying the kid. <laughs> Yo, he's got something. So, yeah. I'm going with Theory. Have a big tone. Come on, man. His tune is not that bad. <laughs> Eight time down. Triple threat match for the US Championship. 
Brunson Reed versus Bobby Lashley versus Austin Theory. I feel this is going to be one of the better matches of the card. Um, I feel it's going to be what Vince likes, the big meat, uh, like slapping meat, big man versus big man. And then with the sneaky little man, um, Austin Theory coming in like um, and edging out the win. And like he has to win because you don't have him come to WrestleMania and beat John Cena and then make him lose the title in an amount of time. That would make no sense. Although WWE logic, it probably would. Um, again, um, I feel that Austin Fury needs this win so we can continue on being sort of the placeholder champion. Um, well, the main champion on SmackDown because obviously Roman Reigns is going to be a special attraction champion. So hopefully they will like elevate the US title to the main event scene and you know this main event is with feud over that belt because you know when um, Roman is not around someone there needs to be a focal point a rallying point for people to do stuff and going after the US title is a good choice cool let's actually talk about this match then because the draft has just happened and as has always been the case with the draft the moment you do the draft pretty much you're dooming superstars to either win or lose because you don't move the u.s champion across to smackdown and then have him lose the u.s title it's like no austin theory is like a marquee marquee signing for smackdown so for that reason alone austin theory has to win Am I completely over Theory and Bobby Lashley sharing the ring? God, yes. Like, please, 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 can we move on? On the flip side, am I actually quite happy to see Bronson Reed being used on TV? Most definitely. Like, the guy is clearly a talent. He was awesome in New Japan. But Bronson Reed's not winning shit. It's cool to see him on TV, though. And it definitely is needed to add a bit of spice to the laborious, boring, repeated copy-paste booking of Theory and Bobby Lashley. It's like, I get it. You want us to keep seeing Bobby Lashley as a top guy? Don't worry. We see him as a top guy. I get it. You want us to see Austin Theory as this new generational talent? If they keep booking him like this, it's not going to happen. I happen to be on Theory's, like, fanfare wagon. I kind of like the guy, to be honest. But this this is a this is a no match. Do I think they're going to put on a good wrestling match? Of course, you've got three good wrestlers in the ring. But it's theory for the win. It has to be. So fun fact: this is my second time recording this because previously I thought Austin Theory was still on Raw, and I had this cool idea that SmackDown won't have a mid card title and X Y Z. Now I find out he's on SmackDown. Go figure. Um, does it change my prediction though? No, I was kind of hesitant that Bronson Reed may take the title and SmackDown would still be without a mid-card title. However, I believe he's going on to the bitch belt tournament and possibly will be featured quite heavily at Night of Champions. Whereas Austin Fury will continue to wave the flag for the mid-card and Bobby Lashley will go on to face the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. So quite simply, I'm going to stick with Austin Fury as the current reigning defending US champion. Right, so there we are. A town down. <laughs> Sorry, Victor. But um yeah, it looks like that's the way everyone seems to be going that way. Um kind of like what Nick said, I do believe we are at a point where we are constantly seeing Lashley and Theory in this match, and Bronson Reed has just taken the place of Seth Rollins, so Bobby's gonna hit a move. Um Theory's gonna do something, get the pin on Reed, and he can't do fuck all because he's back on the raw, like 
yeah, it's weird. I don't know why we're doing the same triple threat once again with like two of the same guys. It, it's weird. But hey, who knows? It will be a cracker of a match, though, because those are three stellar performers. Okay, guys, on to what I believe will be the main event of the night. The American Nightmare, something, something, Cody Rhodes versus the Beast, Brock Lesnar. Let's see what the guys had to say. Cody Rhodes versus Brock. Now, this possibly probably stands a better chance of being the main event, but um, who knows on a card like this? Either way, it's probably it's probably the biggest attraction. It's um, it's a fresh match, a match we haven't seen before. Quite interesting, really. I'm I'm interested to see if people are correct and if they are indeed burying Cody as some have speculated. I personally feel Cody is their new John Cena. And this is just part of his rise now. And I feel he's definitely going to win this match because uh, I feel it. Unfortunately, he is probably going to be the first World Heavyweight Champion on um, Raw with this new belt. I say unfortunately because really what he should have done is um, beat Roman for one of the belts. It didn't have to be both of them. Just one of them at um, WrestleMania. And therefore, like he wouldn't be getting this consolation prize now. But since their lives seem to be locked in on um, him winning, I don't know. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. Maybe it'll be Seth Rollins. But it's, I, I definitely don't see it being any other match than Seth versus Cody um, when it comes to Night of Champions. Because, again, that's just logical after everything that happened with them last year. So to build to that, you need a big win which is going to be Cody's shining moment, whether he does it by nefarious means, whether he beats him straight up. Can't really see that, but we'll see. Um, Cody's going over. We're now at Brock Lesnar versus Adrenaline in my soul. Something, something, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Who's going to win? Just a little heads up on this. I've recorded this so many times in so many different ways. Um, tried on my computer, it failed. Tried on another computer, send it. All of all of them failed. The audio is crap. Doing it again on my phone in my room, holding the phone out, arms that doing selfie style. And every time I've changed my pick on these two, because it should be Cody. Cody needs to win, but they love making Brock win. But they can't give it to Brock again because Jesus Christ, that would be taking a piss out of Cody, like Mania, then the Raw, just, screw it, I'm going to hands down, Cody Rhodes win this one, sticking with Cody, has to, has to, alright. I was lucky enough to be there with them, the tech, the night this shithousery got planted, um, so the way this is looking, is that, my feet, okay, so my feelings before they introduced the world heavyweight title again on Raw, uh, we've done a whole video on why that was a terrible idea, check that out on our channel, but my whole thing was, knowing, I, I believe WWE on a bit of a Cody burial at the moment, again, this was pre the world title being announced, 
And I was thinking like, yeah, they're just gonna, yeah. I, I legitimately thought Brock's gonna beat him because Cody needs more stuff to overcome. It's just what he does. Cody Rhodes has got to not only overcome a torn pectoral, he doesn't only have to overcome a, a 30 man Royal Rumble. He, he has, doesn't have to overcome losing to the tribal chief. He's also got to overcome losing to Brock Lesnar. That's some good shit right there. That's legitimately how I thought they were gonna book this, that um, Brock was gonna win. However, with the world title being reintroduced, as much as I think this is a terrible idea, I think that's how they're going to, I think they're gonna give it to Cody. And that's how they're going to end the story. Wank, wank, so Cody Rhodes win. My next prediction is for the Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. Now, <laughs> there's a lot of beef going on with this match and I don't think, this is just a normal match. It's not a no disqualification. It's not like, you know, no holds barred or like a still cage match sort of thing. It's just a normal match. I don't think it's just going to end with a pinfall um, in my eyes. I'm going to go with Cody Rhodes purely with the fact of he's got to get through him in order to get onto the World Heavyweight title picture. Um, Brock could beat the shit out of him and like, you know, really put him on the back burners because he gave a very interesting promo on Raw where he was saying he refuses to go to the back of the line and all of this. And that's kind of interesting because are they still looking to punish him or, you know, is he really going to go back to the back of the line just to see how he's going to go about it sort of thing or are the fans going to get behind him? Are they going to give up on him? It's quite a tricky one. Um, but in terms of how the storyline's going about and how the beef is going on, I'm going to go with Cody. Um, overall, Cody's going to win. I think maybe by disqualification, but overall, Cody wins. There's going to be another another fight between the both of them, perhaps in a steel cage or hell in a cell, but Cody wins this one. Right, the main event. The Beast Incarnate. Brock Lesnar versus the American Nightmare. Who has Cuban heritage? Just want to put this out there. Cody Rhodes. So, guys, this is where most people think the continued burial of Cody Rhodes. I, on the other hand, believe it's it's the redemption story. It's the arc that leads to Cody Rhodes is still on there. He has to finish the story. And what better way than to slay the beast? And that's exactly what's going to happen here. Brock's going to go on a little holiday, as Brock does. And Cody's going to come out on top. He's going to take a battering. He's most definitely visiting Suplex City. But there will be a crossroads or two, and he will somehow get the victory and slay the beast. So I am 100% going for the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. And as I said, the Cuban history as well, it's going to have the Latin fans feeling a little extra good. They're going to have a little vibe on that. He hopefully will acknowledge he's, he's um, Hispanic roots as well down in um, Puerto Rico and have a little, a little shindig down there. I'm not saying he's going to go full and LWO with it, but yeah, that's the one. I am going Cody Rhodes. Okay, okay, okay. So everyone seems to believe that the Beast will be having a nightmare on um, the main event. Well, potential main event. Nothing's confirmed there. But guys, that is it. That is the show. That is everybody's predictions in. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Drop your predictions below. But more importantly, give us a thumbs up because it's all appreciated. It's all love. We'd like to see how we're doing. Let us know how you feel of the new format. You're like, hey, AJ, this is cool, but bring the guys back. We need that banter. We need the show to go over an hour like it always did. So here we go, guys. Just to give you a bit of a refresher. 
the predictions are as follows. The current champ, the ultimate finesse himself, Leon, has gone for the Usos and Solo Sokoa as the first victory. Bianca Belair to retain the Raw Women's title. Omos for the victory. Bad Bunny for the victory. Rhea Ripley to retain. Austin Fury to retain. And the American Nightmare to slay the beast. Nico Double V has gone for Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, the tag team champs, along with Matt Riddle to win. Bianca Belair to retain, Seth Rollins to burn it down, Bad Bunny to win, the Nightmare, not the American Nightmare, but the Nightmare, Rhea Ripley Mummy to retain the SmackDown Women's title, Austin Fury to retain the US title, and Cody Rhodes to win. Big Tone is on the exact same page. He has gone for Riddle and the Tag Team Champs, Bianca Belair, Seth Rollins, Bad Bunny, Rhea Ripley, Austin Fury, and Cody Rhodes. Then the tech, slightly different and in middle ground. He's gone for the tag team champs and Matt Riddle. Bianca Belair to retain. Omos for the victory over Seth. Bad Bunny, Rhea Ripley, Austin Fury, and then once again, Cody Rhodes. And myself, just like the champ. No, I didn't copy him. I'm going for the bloodline, Solo Sokoa and the Usos. Bianca Belair to win. Omos to take a victory because, boy, does he need it. Bad Bunny to win because, hey, he's Bad Bunny. Rhea Ripley to win because the Judgment Day win and Mummy doesn't fail. Austin Fury to win because, hey, as Nico said, the hot product and the American Nightmare will continue to do what he does best and go for the victory. So, guys, based on that, we have different predictions, but it's four different predictions and five points. So there will not be any zeros, but there may be some ones out there. There will definitely, well, hopefully be some fours out there. There may even be a five out there. But it's all, all to win four. So, guys, do check out, so check out how it goes. Come back and catch us next week. Again, comment, like, subscribe. If you're new to us, let us know how it feels. We'd love to interact with you no matter where you are in the world. We will be at Money in the Bank. We will be at All In. We are wrestling fans, sports entertainment fans, and we want to connect with wrestling and sports entertainment fans across the globe. You may be seeing some Impact stuff coming soon. You may be seeing some NWA stuff coming soon. There's all sorts of plans for the Ministry of Wrestling, and we can't do it without you. So until the next time, I am the 1AJ and I am signing out and I will see you soon and enjoy Backlash guys. I'm out.